This is the Aligned Athlete Podcast, the place for basketball players who are looking to unlock their limitless potential on and off the court by tapping into their mindset, habits, and lifestyle design. If this sounds like your kind of thing, come and hang out with me. I'm your host, Dr. Rosie Mead, mental performance coach to some of the top basketball players. Make sure you connect with me. You can find me on all social channels at Dr. Rosie Mead. But for now, let's head into today's episode. Hi, I hope you're well. I am coming on today to talk about a really important topic that I think is quite key at this time of year, where, you know, so many of us kind of look forward to the summer, having that time off. We kind of look forward to it because we feel that everything's going to slow down and, you know, the kind of the routine and structure goes out of the window. So it means that everything's going to slow down, pause, we're going to have all this time. And actually what I see from working with clients, but I also know from my own experience that what happens in reality is when we have this kind of space in our diary, we fill it with more and more things and we can start to feel really overwhelmed. So I'm seeing this in clients at the moment at this point of the year where they're actually really looking forward to slowing down, taking a moment to pause and actually feeling that they're kind of a bit on that hamster wheel of, you know, lots of different plates are spinning. They're trying to catch up with people. They've got camps that they're running, workouts, training, planning for next season, whatever it is. And kind of that hamster wheel is the best way to describe it. That feeling of kind of being on a hamster wheel, feeling overwhelmed is, is very much there and kind of heightened. And speaking from experience, I think, it can be really easy because it's been probably like ingrained over time, like years that, you know, this is what we do. We especially as high achievers, we can take on kind of more and more things and, you know, maybe see a bit of space in our day and then feel that we've got to fill it because if we don't fill it, we're being lazy or unproductive, whatever it is. And actually part of what I want to do when I'm talking about this topic is flipping the script on what we see as productivity. So actually taking time for yourself, slowing down, having moments where you can pause, seeing that as being productive rather than just the kind of constant churn and hamster wheel. And, you know, that leads to overwhelm and burnout. But that was kind of a a long lead into what I want to talk about today. So kind of setting the scene a bit. And I'm guessing like if you're watching or if you're listening back to the podcast, this is a feeling that you can relate to. I mean, it's a feeling that I can definitely relate to. You know, we're getting to the end of the school um, term. My kids break up today. They've got nearly seven weeks of summer holidays. (laughs) So they're very excited. And I'm a bit like, oh, I got to make sure that we're doing things. But like I was saying about that kind of hamster wheel, it's quite easy for my brain to go to that. We need to be filling our day with all these things. We need to plan to go see people. We need to have kind of a schedule and da da da, doing all these things. That's because, again, like I'm saying, it's been kind of ingrained over time. So sometimes, kind of even working on this, you know, you'll, you'll catch yourself and be like, oh, okay, that's my brain taking me back to what it feels is the comfortable because it's familiar, but actually, it's not the comfortable because it's it's feeling overwhelming. But what I wanted to do was kind of set that scene and also share that I totally get it because this is how I've been. And like I said, I have to kind of consciously pull stuff back. But 
what I wanted to talk about today was about creating white space in your day, in your calendar, and starting to see how like you can take control of your time. You get to be in the driver's seat. And, you know, this isn't something to just do when you're on holiday or when you've got time off or whatever. But the more that we can focus on making space in our day, this white space, which I'm going to explain more about what that actually is and how you can use it. But the more that we can make space for just being, for having this white space in our diary, the more that we then turn that into a habit and we're more likely to create that space during those times where it's really overwhelming and busy. Now, being totally honest, from a mindset perspective, from mental performance side, this kind of thing can often be the first thing that slips, which is why we have to work on it daily and bring it in as a habit. Um, but not setting ourselves up that we're going to create so much white space in our day that actually it's not realistic because you're also not going to get things done. So there's two sides of it. Um but also, if you set that bar so high to begin with, we're going to kind of set ourselves up for failure. And then we're less likely to want to do this kind of thing in the first place. But before I jump into all of that and kind of the obstacles that might stop us from creating white space, I want to explain a bit more about what white space is in the first place. So I don't know whether you've heard of this. I mean, it's such a simple tool that I'm amazed that more of us don't use it. But I... Also, on the other side, I'm not so surprised because I know from experience that making gaps in our day can just it can feel really uncomfortable. Um, it can feel like we're being lazy. You know, on the outside, we can kind of sometimes worry about what other people might think of us if we share that we're having gaps in our day to just do nothing and just be. And that's taken me a long time, um, you know, even as my own boss it's still taken me a long time to feel comfortable with creating white space and also sharing not 100% perfect if you hadn't gathered this already. So there are times where I'm like, oh man, I wish that I'd actually stuck to creating my white space this day or this week. You know, actually I pushed it a bit too far. So last week I pushed a bit too hard. It was an exciting week. I had lots of things on. But I got to the weekend and I was just wiped and I napped so much, like more than I do normally because I'm human. And on reflection, looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, if you'd made more of that white space and stuck to it, you wouldn't have felt the way that you feel. So just putting it out there that I'm human and we do these things and we kind of set ourselves up with challenges and we get in our own way because that's all part of this journey. And, you know, sometimes things are working really well and other times we get in our own way and we just have to catch it and bring it back and remember that kind of each day is like a fresh start so that's why I love to reflect at the end of the day and I love to reflect at the end of each week and it takes time but it's actually really important to then look at you know maybe the things that didn't work so well or things that I want to change and bring in so bringing it back to white space what actually is white space it's making time in your day or your week, whenever you want to block it in. It's actually putting this into your calendar. So as if you've got a meeting, it's as important as if you're meeting someone else. So you're not meant to move it um, or not meant to cancel it. It can move. It can kind of slide. But you've got to make sure that you've got this time where you're going to focus on your rejuvenation. 
so that can what that looks like for each of us might look quite different and the beauty of white space is not planning this in ahead of time so using it as space to just be which you know we hardly ever do and I think I'm doing this this podcast off the back of writing a really long meaty email on this subject so um, if you're part of my email list you'll have got that this morning um, if you're not, you're going to get the audio version of this as I can just explain to you kind of through uh, what white space is and how you can use it. Um, but as I was writing about white space and as I'm telling you about this, it feels so nice. Like I can actually feel my body like, oh, just relaxing a bit as I'm explaining this. So and, you know, that's the power of even just talking to you about it without even doing it myself. So. White space is about having that moment in your day where you just be. So, like I said, not planning in advance, but seeing what feels good in the moment. So I'll give you some examples. For me, it might be going out for a walk, um, you know, actually spending time in nature, maybe not putting on my headphones for once and actually listening to the sounds that are around me, connecting with nature, whatever it is. It might be something really relaxing, like having a bath and listening to some music. Um, or it might be on the other side. I might go and play the drums for a bit. And just, you know, for me, playing the drums is such a mindful activity. I literally can't think of anything else when I play the drums, because if I do, I'm going to make mistakes. And I feel like so present and in the zone and in flow when I'm making music. So that might be one of the things I want to do or it might be playing games with the kids you know playing Monopoly or this might sound really silly but even one of our um, girls has just got Mario Party <laughs> even like sitting and playing that and just not be not thinking of anything else just kind of being present and in the moment so having that space in your calendar you know the first thing is just blocking that space out so Having that space, you know, to, to begin with, maybe just start with 30 minutes, like 30 minutes a day, ideally. But to begin with, you might want to just put like 30 minutes a week, which, you know, really isn't very much. But when we're feeling on that kind of hamster wheel and we are maybe feeling quite overwhelmed and we just can't quite see a way out, knowing that you've got 30 minutes a week in your diary to just be and do whatever feels good. So it's not about using that time to catch up on admin or work that you missed or whatever it is, you know, ideally being away from your phone. It's about that time to just, yeah, connect with yourself, um, which, you know, we hardly ever make time for. And especially when we're feeling overwhelmed and we're doing all the things and we've got the plate spinning, we can lose sight of that kind of connection with ourselves. And actually, if you look at it from a productivity perspective, if we can make this time, make this commitment to ourselves, to connecting with ourselves, to being in the moment, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel grounded. You're going to feel present. You're going to feel rejuvenated, which in turn is going to mean that you show up and you perform at your best. If you're thinking about your performance on the court, you're going to perform at your best. You're also going to perform at your best off the court as well. You're going to show up better in relationships. You're going to be more present with those that are around you. You're not going to feel your mind is kind of 
flitting from like one thing to another. And that's priceless. So sometimes you have to kind of work backwards and be like, actually, how do I want to show up? How do I want to feel? You know, a lot of people will say I want to feel freedom, but they'll quickly follow it up with, but I can't right now because I got all these things on. And it's like, but what if you just took 30 minutes out? And to begin with, that can feel really uncomfortable because we're just not used to doing it. And when we're busy and we've got all those plates spinning, we literally can't see how we can make that space. But if you do make that space and you prioritise it and you then see the knock-on effects of that, you know, it is going to help you to perform better. It's going to help you to be more present. All of the things that I've just said, then from a brain perspective, our brain craves that because we've done it and we feel that it's good. We've also done it and the world hasn't ended. So there might be some things that we haven't been able to do. But actually from a, you know, that's a time management thing that working out, do things, are there like certain things that absolutely need to be done? And are there certain things that you'd like to get done, but actually they're not an absolute priority for this week. So that's something that I do with clients is we'll look through their diary and see what they've got going on, what activities they have, what priorities they've got, you know, on and off the court, because it's so interlinked. We have to remember that everything's interlinked. And then look at, you know, actually, is it really crucial that you do this thing? Or can that wait for a couple of weeks? You know, you might be a bit frustrated that it's not moved on as quickly as you thought. But actually, if you can make some time for yourself, just like take your foot off the gas just a bit. Like it doesn't have to be a huge amount, but enough that you can make time for yourself. You can connect with self. You can feel good. You can recharge and rejuvenate means that then in a couple of weeks when that thing that you've now moved in your diary comes along, you're in a much better headspace to actually give it your best. So if that's kind of making sense. So some really important things around like why white space is important you know I've spoken about some of them already but is that it is great for reducing stress and overwhelm you know which is going to impact your performance so if we look at that from a kind of mental perspective if we're feeling stressed we're feeling overwhelmed probably not getting good sleep as a result then that's going to impact our performance but on and off the court as well so Thinking about that, it helps to give you like mental clarity. So creating white space in your diary generally nudges us to make space for other things in our diary. Like I was saying about prioritizing, um, it will give us that chance to just pause. You know, even making that space in our diary, that's actually really important. That moment when you sit down, I normally do it on like a Sunday night, but whenever you do it, that moment to just sit down and make that space for white space is going to help you to prioritize the things that you need to get done. It's kind of a, a bit of a cycle in that way. But it gives you like mental clarity, gives you clarity on the things that need to get done, the things that are the priority and the stuff that can be moved. And then you make space for that stuff that can be moved. I could probably do a separate uh, podcast episode, to be honest, on time management. Uh, the beauty of me not scripting these episodes is that who knows where my mind's going to go. <laughs> I want you to feel like you're here chatting with me. But um, I want to also kind of try and keep my thoughts on white space because the aim of this episode is to not create overwhelm. So before I go off on a tangent about time management, 
it can help with rest and recovery. So, you know, it's absolutely crucial that you make space in your schedule for rest and recovery. And you know this, but it's not just your physical rest and recovery. So, you know, sometimes you might be physically resting, but your mind is on a hundred different projects at the same time. And you're messaging people and you're having different conversations and, you know, you're, you're like keeping up late at night and your mind's just racing. So creating white space can help to properly focus on rest and relaxation from a mental perspective as well as a physical. So it's looking at that, like I was saying, kind of that time to just be. And every time I say that, I'm like, oh, that feels so nice. And it is so nice when you do it in practice. So that time to kind of just be is, yeah, like embracing that opportunity to rest and recharge so that you come back stronger. I think that's the thing is to keep reminding yourself why you're doing this, because sometimes when I say to people, you know, we need to create white space in your diary. It's like, oh, that's really lazy. Or, you know, I can't do that because I've got all these things on. And it's like, okay, well, let's see then how using that space can help you to come back stronger, can help you to elevate your performance, can take your success to the next level, whatever it is that kind of helps you to fuel that motivation to keep going. It's like we can't keep going on an upwards trajectory. At some point, if we want to have kind of next level performance, next level success, we've got to also have moments where we just rest and recharge and then we go again and it's kind of like a step so you like go along if you listen to the podcast you're not seeing my hands <laughs> but hopefully you can visualize it you kind of have like that rest and then you go up again and then you have that rest and you go up and it's like that because no one can just keep going up because at some point you're going to burn out I know nothing about aerodynamics as you know my husband for those of you that do know John um, he's an aerospace engineer, is his academic background. He could explain this so much better than I can. But, you know, thinking about the rocket and the fuel and the, the fuel goes. Anyway, before I try and explain something that is all the way out of my expertise, I think you get what I'm talking about. So that's some kind of ideas about why white space is really important. And then the actual practical elements, you know, I'm going to keep it short. This is gone on for a while I apologize but hopefully you're getting some good information from this because it's a really key tool that I wanted to share with you then thinking about how you make that space so literally don't keep this in your head because if you say to yourself in your head I'm going to make some white space this week I'm talking from experience that never happens and you know often if you keep yourself accountable in your own head you're also probably not going to do it because if you let yourself down, we have a weird, we can have a kind of a weird mindset around it's okay to let ourselves down. It's not okay to let other people down, but it's okay to let ourselves down, which is why I find clients who do this will take action because they've got that external accountability for, for doing this. And, you know, they want to tell me that they've achieved this. Um, but if you don't have that kind of external support, you know, one, I tell friends, so, you know, sharing this, share this with other people, tell them that, you know, this week, I'm going to block out 30 minutes of time just to myself, ideally tell them what day you're going to do it, um, and kind of keep some accountability that way. It might also work both ways. They might want to do something similar and you can keep each other accountable, but don't just keep it in your head and don't just 
tell your friend. You need to actually put it into a diary, into a calendar, block it out as if you're meeting someone else and make that time. So, you know, there has to be a really, really good reason that you're going to move that white space. If you had a meeting scheduled and 10 minutes before the meeting, you just didn't really feel like it or some other work cropped up and you're going to do that instead. I could probably guarantee you're not going to message that person that you're going to meet to say, you know what, I know we're meeting in a few minutes, but I don't really fancy seeing you today. <laughs> I don't really fancy going to this meeting. Don't feel like it. Or, you know what, I was quite behind on a project and I'm just going to do that instead. I'm not going to meet you in a few minutes like I'd committed to. You're not going to do that. So treat yourself as if, you know, you are that person that you're meeting. So it has to be something really urgent, you know, child sick or and actually even if your child is sick then maybe your white space might be spending some present time with them um that's the beauty of not planning what you're going to do with your white space ahead of time because then actually when it comes up you can see what feels good but if you really do have to cancel it don't wipe it out completely make sure that you've then moved it somewhere else in your diary so that it does actually get done because that's that's the the critical thing is that, you know, if you can start to embed this as a habit or in order to start embedding it as a habit, you need to be taking action. So you need to be taking action. You need to be making that space to just be actually spending that time to do what feels good in the moment. And then your brain's going to experience that and think, OK, well, this is something new feels a bit uncomfortable and you are going to feel uncomfortable when you first do this because there's that like oh I feel like this is really lazy and unproductive which you know already already spoken about flipping the script on that in terms of productivity but once you start doing that and your brain realizes you know this is something new it's uncomfortable but you get through it and you're like ah that feels so so good you're then going to want to do it again. You're going to have that motivation to make that time for white space and to actually do it time and time again. And you're going to less be less likely to move that or cancel it because you know how important it is. You also know it's only, I mean, I've said 30 minutes, you know, it can be as long as you want, but don't make it so short that it's insignificant. You know, 30 minutes is a good time. Um, so hopefully you've got some good ideas now about what white space is, you know, why we need to make time for white space to just be, and also some things around how you can do it. You know, I would say keeping accountability is absolutely key for this kind of thing. So get it into your diary, but tell someone else about it. You know, if you've got a coach, tell them. That's why I said like my clients keep their accountability because, you know, sometimes people will just send me a green tick um, and that's all, all they need. And they feel good because they've then had that external accountability and because they know that they're going to message me to say they've done it, that gives them that extra nudge to actually just go and get it done because they've kind of got that got that accountability there. But yeah, make sure that you tell other people um, if you don't have a, a coach or kind of mental support, but keep that accountability somehow so that you actually get this done because the whole point of these episodes is that I don't just want you to know these tools or have this kind of theory or whatever it is or hear about my own experience. I want you to actually go out and use this. That's what it's all about. So don't just listen to this or watch it and kind of think, oh, that's a great idea. Actually go out and do something. So maybe today 
just block out some time, you know, whether it's the time actually happens today or whether it's in the next couple of days, but somewhere in your diary, just block out 30 minutes and then do in that moment whatever feels good and just be and be present. And for my own personal interest, I would absolutely love to know what you do with that time. So drop me a message. I mean, you can, if you want some accountability, feel free to drop me a message and let me know when you're going to make that white space. Um, but also, you know, once you've had that white space and you've had time to just be, to be present, I'd love to know what you do with that time. Because like I said, you know, what you do with it is really up to you. Like mine might be a walk or playing the drums or listening to music or reading a book or whatever it is, playing Monopoly with the kids. Um, you know, what you do with that time is completely up to you. And that can be really liberating, I think, as well, is reminding ourselves we get to do what helps us feel like us. But just don't use that time as a way to catch up with admin or work or pop on your emails or social media or whatever it is. Um, use that space as, yeah, time to just be. And every time I say that, time to just be, it's like, oh, that feels so nice. So to be honest, I think I'm going to have my white space after this, actually. I scheduled it in for this evening. But talking to you about it, I'm like, oh, it feels... It is so good and it feels so nice. So I'm going to go have my 30 minutes now and I'll um, probably pop on social media later to let you know what I did with those 30 minutes because I'm not quite sure. I think right now I'm thinking maybe sitting in the sunshine and reading a new book. For me, I'm trying to read more fiction at the moment because I read a lot of like personal growth books and mental performance books, which are great, but I kind of read them as yeah a, an educational tool, something that I want to kind of take the knowledge on and then pass it on to you so I am trying to read a bit more fiction as well so I think I'm gonna go sit out in the sun as you know in the UK we don't get much sun so when we do I feel like I need to make the most of it I'm gonna sit out in the sun and read a book for 30 minutes how good does that feel even just to tell you I'm like oh, that feels really nice I'm gonna go do that maybe grab a bit of dark chocolate on my way out as well and my coffee <laughs> anyway I hope that you have a great day and I will catch you really soon thanks for listening to today's episode if you liked it why not share it with three friends don't forget to connect with me you can find me on all social channels at Dr Rosie Mead